Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Perspectives on Growth. In our first few recordings, we focused on the need for organic growth. We talked about the statistics that firms and advisors face regarding new client acquisition and overall net growth. We also talked about the specific tactics and mindsets to think differently about organic growth success. Today, I thought we'd take a wider lens and look at the attributes of growth-oriented firms. Outside of large enterprises, our industry is still a cottage industry with firms of all sizes. But at the inception, most had a grand vision of the growth they would capture and the impact that they would make. Then they experienced technology challenges, hiring challenges, and even overall growth challenges. Over time, many of these firms atrophy and become lifestyle practices while others thrive and grow. So what happened and how can we take a page from those that are growing to enhance the future trajectory of our own firms? There are several attributes that we at Red Rock have experienced with growth-oriented firms. The first attribute I'd like to characterize as motive and mission. When beginning the firm or thinking about the future of the firm, its founders or leaders typically have multiple motives. However, we find that the lion's share of those motives are centered around the owners themselves. More money, more independence, less hassles from a manager, more money going in my pocket, etc. Those are all fine motives, but if it's the only reason to build a firm, then we will typically stop on the first floor. Clients, employees, partners, and vendors are drawn to and stay where they see real growth, real impact, client value, and the ability to accomplish something amazing. If we start out with the wrong motive or mission, we may be doomed from the start. The second attribute is more of a leadership phenomenon. The attribute is culture. I don't mean the perfunctory, we care about our clients and employees type of culture. I mean a culture that's pulsating for growth or hiring the right people or focused on new markets or centered on enhancing the competency of all employees, or perhaps all of that. Culture is what we commit to and how we commit to make people feel and react. Are we architecting a pulsating culture of growth? Just ask your clients and employees. They'll tell you. The third attribute of growth-oriented firms is talent. I've heard really successful folks in our industry like Marty Bicknell from Mariner Wealth Advisors or Ron Carson from the Carson Group refer to recruiting or buying firms or practices as a talent strategy, not an AUM strategy. If we think about it, it makes great sense. Every person who enters our firm has an impact, positive or negative. Each person who enters our firm changes the cultural trajectory just a little bit. Every person who enters wants something that they believe our firm can provide or support. Making sure you have the right talent strategy for growth is critical. The fourth attribute is scale. This is a really interesting attribute because we often use the word and throw it around a lot, but we don't often really get its meaning. Scaling a business is about setting the stage to enable and support growth in your business. It means having the ability to grow without being hampered. It requires planning, some funding, and the right systems, staff, processes, and technologies, and even partners. I'm not suggesting that those of you listening to this aren't committed to scaling your business. I'm suggesting that the best firms make scaling the business a strategic imperative that has a cultural component, a talent component that can be measured. For example, a leader might ask, 
How can we attract and onboard more 5 million plus business owner clients? That's a scale question. Or how can we deliver planning guidance to our clients with a more dynamic and up-to-the-minute set of client data? That's a scale question. Or if we begin to operate in multiple states, what will we need to do to provide compliant and effective client communication in a really efficient manner? Those are all scale questions that speak to motive and mission, culture, and talent. So as we conclude this edition on Perspectives on Growth, let me challenge you to consider these attributes of growth firms and how you can apply each of them to achieve what's possible in your organization. Number one, return to motive and mission. Are we on the right path? Are we focused on growth and client value or internal wants and needs? Number two, is the culture of your organization moving with high energy, focused activity, and committed value Or is it slow, sleepy, or perhaps undefined? Number three, what's your talent strategy and story? Who do we need? Who will help us? And how do we attract them? And number four, scale. What components of your business need work? How will you measure scale? And when will you know that you're progressing towards scale capture? These four attributes as a a constant, consistent source of focus will lead you to create and become the firm that you were destined to be. I'm Matt Johnston, CEO of Red Rock Strategic Partners. Thanks for listening.